but I feel like this Yankees team is special. Um, and I've said this to many people now: the Yankees either lose in the wild card game or they win the championship. So that's what why I have the Mavs winning in seven, and then Luca's just going to be Luca. And you can quote this on me: there is no way the Orioles or Red Sox make the playoffs this season. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, there's there's no way, there's no way. And then the Oilers versus the Jets. Jets haven't been playing well. Oilers, you got a great offense with Connor McDavid. So I have them sweeping them. I have the Twins winning the division. I just think this team can hit. I, I think they had the most home runs in a season ever uh, in 2019. They were just edging out the Yankees at the end of the season. Yeah, and as a Cowboys fan, I have learned how dangerously good Aaron Rodgers has been with he can just thread a pass. I just feel like the Wild are going to win this series also in seven games. It was really difficult, but I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. I like the addition of Anthony Edwards. They brought back Ricky Rubio. The Cardinals, I, I just don't think they do it. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our Halloween episode. Uh, happy Halloween as we drop this on Halloween. So in honor of it being Halloween, let's talk about the scariest players past and present in the NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. And scariest past and present, those are the options. But And this is personal to us. Who is the scariest, uh, let's just say NHL, scariest position player? Who is yours, Austin? Mario. Has to be Mario. Mario Lemieux, one of the greatest players ever. Um, and I would be inclined to put Gretzky here, but Mario... He could have been Gretzky if he stayed healthy. Uh, he's one of the greatest. And I, if I was a Bruins fan during that time, man, would I be terrified of some Mario. Mine's a personal player, uh, personal sort of. It's Pat Maroon because of what he did to the Dallas Stars and how he's won three championships. And just like, I think if I were going to play Pat Maroon on the ice, I would be very scared of getting hit by him. So that's my my player. And then my goalie, I'm sticking with a teammate of Pat Maroon, and it's Vasilevsky. It's just Vasilevsky. He's so good. And when he played against the Stars, Stars couldn't get much past him for a while. So who is your goalie? So my goalie is the Dominator. You know who the Dominator is? No. Dominic Hasek, the Dominator. Um, he won two championships with the Red Wings. Um, he was on that uh, Sabres team that lost in 99 to the Stars, but he's the greatest goalie ever in my mind. Uh, the Dominator is definitely a scary goaltender. If you're if you're in a do-or-die game, I would not want to play the Dominator. I will take your word for it. Now let's go to the NBA. So I have a player and a team. Do you want me to name the player or the team? Uh, name both. I, I have a player okay. and a team, too. They're from the same era. Team, 1988 Pistons. Because, of course, Jordan rules. Scary. I would and say, then, you mean 88-89? Yeah. 88-89, yeah. Okay, I'll buy that because that was Jordan the year they rules. won the first championship, yeah. But just having to face that team and trying to go up for a layup or trying to Let me to assume who your player is. Is it Bill Lambeer? Or just any of them. Just them as a team. If I'm going to go for a layup, I'm probably going to break something. And then, so that's why they're my scariest team. Then player, 
is Michael Jordan. Because if I do something against Michael Jordan, he is going to make it his, whenever I face him again, if it's just on the street, he's going to do something. Because we, of course, oh, you haven't watched Last Dance. No. Have you heard the story, though, about the, I'm pretty sure it's the Wizards player and how he put like 50 on Jordan or something? Have you I think I know story? what you're talking about. And how Jordan made up in his mind that he said, hey, good game. And then Jordan puts 50 on him in like the first half. You got to watch Last Dance. That's why if I do something, Jordan is its just that's why he's like the goat. He's the goat because he create he finds one little thing that just annoys the heck out of him and he will make it a mountain. And that's the same thing I bet you could say for Tom Brady. Like you and I've had talked about this off air. Tom Brady, I, I think just like he doesn't hate Eli Manning, but I think he just associates Eli Manning with those with two losing. Super Bowls with losing. With losing two Super Bowls and have almost coming close to being the second undefeated team ever. And it, Eli Manning was the reason that didn't happen. So I, I think just when you deal with competitors like that, that's why Michael Jordan is my scary, the scariest player for me. What's your team and player? So we agree on the Pistons, but not the 80s Pistons slash 90s Pistons. Mine are the 3 4 Detroit Pistons, one of the greatest teams of all time, best defensive team of all time in my mind. Uh, man, if I'm driving and I see Ben Wallace in the paint, I'm passing out. I'm passing out and praying that uh, that one of the great perimeter defenders, whether it's Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Bullops, Tayshaun Prince, uh, the Autry, I also had the other Wallace, Rashid Wallace, scary team. I would not want to face that team. Uh, they almost, they gentlemen sweeped one of the greatest teams ever assembled in that 0304 Lakers team with Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Kobe, Shaq. They had everybody on that team and they just gentlemen sweeped them and they were lucky to even win a game. And the Lakers during that series never scored 100 points in one game. And you know why? It was the scariest defense ever. And in my opinion, the scariest team. Now for player. I'm going to go on fire clay because if clay is hot, he's not missing. And that's a big issue. Huge issue. If clay is hot, I'm terrified. We're losing the game. We're losing. We're losing the game. We lost. It's over. We lost. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter who's guarding him. It doesn't matter because Clay's going to go for 60 in three quarters in 25 minutes of playing time. And just say, I won us the game. We saw it against the Thunder in the playoffs. We've seen it against the Kings in the regular season. We've seen it multiple times. If Clay is hot, I'm terrified. If he is that Clay, if he is, when he comes back, if he gets hot again, he can do some special stuff that I've never seen before, ever done on the basketball court. So my answer for scariest player, on fire Clay. That's solid. Remember, I think. Last year, yesterday was the anniversary of his 14 three-pointer game, only in three quarters. Yeah, against the Bulls. Yep, so good timing there. So now let's go to the NFL. I'll go with, so we could choose an offense. I chose an offensive player, and that's Derrick Henry. I, I, I remember you sent me that clip where 
Darius Leonard just flies off him. It's like, and Darius Leonard is like 200 something pounds, NFL defensive player, rookie of defensive rookie of the year. And that is a grown man just flying off him. Like, a, like a, I don't know. It was just, you should look up the clip and he just flies off Derrick Henry. And I am nowhere close to the ability and just, if I had to, if I ran into Derrick Henry, it's probably like stainless steel. And that's why he's the scariest player. And then you even add the stiff arm. Gosh. And he's the same height. It just amazes me how incredibly gifted Derrick Henry is. And just what if, what he can do on the floor. And he's so fast too. He's a freak of nature. He is. I just can't. That's why he's the scariest player. Like, imagine, well, people have to do it for a living. Like, you have to go up and tackle him. Attempt. Try. You got, well, yeah. They've tackled him sometimes, but it's like 50 people. It's like five defenders. Just like, and the Chiefs couldn't do anything against them. He also passed against the Chiefs. So, he's my scariest player on the offensive side. And then, should I say defense or do you want to go offense? I'll, I'll go offense. Um, Calvin Johnson, easy, easy Four people guarding him. It doesn't matter. Calvin's going to come down with it. The play of the lions for four years there was, so we are either kneeing it down or we're passing it to Calvin Johnson and it's going to Calvin Johnson or it's going to Calvin Johnson or it's going to Calvin Johnson. And then Calvin Johnson, most of the times came down with the ball Ended up getting the most receiving yards ever in the season. And uh, if I was facing Calvin Johnson, I would be terrified. I don't care who's guarding him. No one can guard Calvin Johnson. Yeah, that, that's a very solid choice. Um, so now defensive-wise, I'll go. 2013 Legion of Boom. That's right, 2013, right? Yep. Cam Chancellor. He's one of the reasons. Then you have Richard Sherman. Then you got Earl Thomas. You got Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, um, who's another. Uh, oh, a Cliff Averill was on that team. Michael Bennett. That defense. They just tore my heart when I was watching that Super Bowl. Because I was so rooting for the Broncos, and people were like, ah, number one defense versus number one offense. And that's when I learned, if I want to have a great offense or defense, I'm going great defense if I'm a coach. And they are just so scary. It's because you got Cam, oh my, those playmakers and what they could do, and then just the freak of nature Cam Chancellor was, even then, and like later on you'd have – uh, him hopping over the field goal unit twice and blocking it is is just crazy. So what's your what's your defense? So my defense, it just has to be. And now th- this is close. There's a lot of great defenses out there. We all know that. There's the ninety uh, nineteen eighty five uh, Bears. That was a great defense. But I'm gonna go. With the 2003, this wasn't a championship team. It wasn't. But the 2003 Baltimore Ravens. This was a prime Ray Lewis, 
They had Chris McAllister. They had Peter Bulware. They had Adalia Smith. They had Ed Reed. Obviously, Ray Lewis. All one, two, three, four, five of those guys were pro bowlers. They, they didn't win a championship, but that was the offense's fault. Yeah, because they lost their quarterback in 2002, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they, they were starting Kyle Bowler and Anthony Wright. Like, they were not getting the best offensive performance. But when you have a prime Ed Reed and Ray Lewis and all of these other guys combined, oh, no, was occurring. Oh, no. Now, I, I could have gone on 2000 because they won the championship where they had Rod Woodson, but I think Ed Reed's better than Rod Woodson. Also, they had more pro bowlers in this one. So, it was close. But 2003 Ravens are my choice. That's very true. Like Ray Lewis and then Ed Reed, very good choice. Now we go on to the MLB. One hitter, one pitcher, and then one team. So I'll go with my pitcher. It's Nolan Ryan. While he was such, he pitched for such a long time, he can also, if you try to charge the mound, he's going to punch you in the face. So that's why he's my scary player. Uh, for my pitcher, it's really close between two Yankees pitchers, Chapman or Rivera. I'm going to go with Rivera because if you are a lefty bat, your bat's going to be broken. And that's going to shatter into pieces, and you're going to have to go get a new bat. Also, there's about a 0% chance you get a hit anyway. So if, if the game was on the line and I saw Rivera out there, I might as well just head back to the dugout. That's a solid choice. Um, now, hitter, Jose Bautista. That has some personal implications. <laughs> some personal implications? Many personal implications. <laughs> and the thing is, I did not go to that game when he got punched in the face. I gave the tickets to a family member, and they were there. So I missed that iconic moment. But he's a scary hitter, man. That bat flip. That's all I got to say. So that's my scary hitter. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't think of uh, Jose Batista. I like Batista. Batista is one of my favorite players. I, that's, I, I like that. That's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a really good one. Um, my scariest hitter has to be prime Ryan Howard. So I, I could have gone with Barry Bonds, but I wanted to stay with away from the steroids to complete the uh, – I, I wanted to be unbiased, and I don't think Ryan Howard took steroids. But this has some personal implications too. Obviously, Ryan Howard performed well in the World Series against the Yankees. Luckily, the Yankees won. But uh, Ryan Howard could rake. Could rake in his prime. And if I'm pitching it, especially if I'm a righty, I would just rather intentionally walk him if he's still in his prime. That's a very solid choice as well. Yeah, I, I think you. I, I thought you would have liked the Jose Bautista. Now, here's my offense. The 2018 New York Yankees, just because they could hit bombs, even though it's they were just crazy. I'm thinking of the right Yankees team, right? This Are, is with Stanton, Judge. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, Stanton was out for a good portion of that season, and I don't think he was there for the playoffs, but I understand your point. Yeah, they were a scary team. And while while healthy, not many teams have compared to uh, 
everything they could do. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to choose the 1998 Yankees greatest team of all time. Um, when you see Posada, Jeter, Tina Martinez, Paul O'Neill, Andy Pettit, Margot uh, Rivera, the answer is like every good player like ever was on that team, and I would be brutally terrified. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'm. Ah, it's scary just to think of facing that team, and I, I would not wish that upon any baseball team because they will lose. Yeah, that's very true. So now that concludes our. Well, let's right off the top of your head scariest moment any sport okay i got i got i got something after this too to ask you but scariest moment i'm gonna go with like you're scared to lose and then it comes back in like saves it or like just moments where you're terrified about what's about like the moment where you are terrified I think I have one that fits for me. Do you want okay, me to go? Okay, yeah, yeah you, you go. I'm probably going to say the Aaron Rodgers throw to Mercedes Lewis because I thought the count – I'm like, we got it. And then, Oh, no, you're thinking about Jared Cook. That was Jared Cook. Jared Cook. That was Jared Cook? Okay, I wasn't sure. I was thinking about it. And I was like, dang, that's another good catch by Lewis. Yeah, but, that was Jared Cook. Jared but I know, Cook, okay. Yeah. But I think that's probably the most terrifying when um, that just happened because it just deflated and then you kick the field goal. So my scariest moment. Let me think. This is tough. Um, I'm going to have to say. Uh, whenever Craig Kimbrell was up for the Red Sox in 2018 when the Yankees lost him in the postseason, they, he was up and he was playing well. And I'm like. We lost. I was just like, there's almost no chance we get enough hits here, especially with how injured we were. So I'll go Kimbrell during 2018. Okay. All right. What's your question for me? So what is the scariest player in the history of sports? For the sports we cover, we've named a lot of players here, a lot of teams. Can you name one player that you think you'd be most terrified on, no matter what sport you're playing? I definitely got one. I can go first if needed. Yeah, you go first while I think about this. My answer is Lawrence Taylor. He was the oh, definition. That's a good one. He's the definition of menace to society. If he's on the field, you're about to get rocked. Uh, I would be terrified as a QB running back. Anyone who's about to get hit by him, I would be terrified. So my my answer has to be Lawrence Taylor. Oh, I'm trying to think. Historically, who would I? Man, I might go. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to go Aaron Donald now. Or maybe JJ. I think I might go Donald because just seeing, like, I think Donald's like 300 pounds. I don't know if he's 300. I don't think he's 300. I'd go 275. Okay, let's see. Oh, he's 284. Yeah, yeah. JJ Watt's 288. But I'm probably going to go Aaron Donald. I don't know how linemen do it. Like, I I think he can just – Oh, he'd probably throw me off like a ragdoll. It's like 
Um, I've just been watching a Superman show. So it's probably like Superman playing football and then just pushing someone and he just goes flying. Like, I think that'd be Aaron Donald against me. It's just how fast he is. Like, have you seen the interview with DK Metcalf yeah, yeah, and yeah, Aaron yeah. Donald? Yeah. And DK Metcalf is like, what? You bench how much? <laughs> so I'm probably going to go Aaron Donald. That's, that's I, a good I'm answer. Just, that's a good answer. Yeah. I'd probably, More between him and Watt, I'd be more scared of Watt because Prime Watt would sack you like every other play. But uh, Donald is just as... If Donald was on the outside, which he's not, I feel like he'd be even more terrifying. But because they put him in the middle so that he can stuff runs as well... I think he's more terrifying in the middle. I don't know, because you, you're not going to be blinded, like blindsided, like you would be That's with. what makes it scarier. Like, you see him coming, and he's just in your face. It's... I. But One, you could two, always avoid boom. it, especially if you're fast. You could avoid it. The issue is with the blindside hit is that you're that looking and then you get you get jump scared by J.J. Watt, if I want to put it in uh, scary movie terms. You get jump scared by J.J. Watt. But both are absolutely terrifying to the best defensive players all time. And obviously you mentioned Lawrence and Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor, of course. Another great. Ray Lewis is up there. Yeah. Just if you're a wide receiver. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor, oh, right, uh, that's rest one. in peace. He's one of my favorite yeah. players ever. Uh, terrifying for safety. A lot, yeah. a lot of good football players, especially in all sports. People I'd be terrified to face. Yeah. Well, that concludes our Halloween-themed episode. Let us know what you think about it. Should we do more holidays-themed um, episodes? Let us know what you think in the comments. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions. Mm-hmm.